Well, news breaking uh, this afternoon, uh, New Zealand time, that uh, while it hasn't been officially confirmed yet, it's kind of one of those stories that has been confirmed that Kiwis coach Michael Maguire will be replacing Brad Fittler. Uh, as a New South Wales coach uh, moving forward, at least for one year anyway. Joining us on the line from uh, Channel 9, Danny Wildler. Uh, Danny, uh, did this news come as a surprise to the general rugby league media in Australia? Look, uh, I've been sort of talked a little bit about in recent days uh, that Maguire could get the job. Um, he's been strongly pushed over here by Matthew Johns. Um, was some sort of even suggestion that Matthew Johns might do it with him, but I've talked to Matthew and he said he's not interested in doing that. Um, so, yes, Michael Maguire, he hasn't um, signed off on it yet. Um, the contract has been sent to him at this point, And I guess they've just got to nut out the fine details. What will be interesting, though, is um, whether Maguire is willing to just accept the role as a part-time role, uh, which is something that Brad Fittler didn't really want to do, which is operating from... Um, basically from March till the end of the series, so like a four- or five-month deal, and whether that's enough for Michael Maguire. Will this be a situation where New South Wales Rugby League would want him to, like you said, part-time role, uh, which is not... His Kiwis role is almost full-time. Can you see a, a, any situation where he can do both, or what is it a matter of picking one or the other for Mike, Michael? Look, I, I, he's also got a Canberra job as well, don't forget. Yes. Uh, he's the assistant coach at Canberra, so... Something's got to give. I, I don't think, look, you can't do three. Um, whether he can do two or not, that remains to be seen. I haven't talked to Michael about it, uh, so I'd only be speculating. But you would think that doing three roles may be difficult. Um, and given the enormity of the origin job, um, you'd think that you know, at best he could do two. Um, and whether that means he has to sacrifice the Kiwis job or the Raiders job, I'm not quite sure at this point. Um, you would think that, um, yeah, you think definitely could do two, but not, or potentially do two, but not three. Uh, Denny, Steve Devine here. Mate, was there any other names thrown up for the New South Wales job? Have you heard of any other names that were interested? Yeah. There was, look, um, there was a strong push for Laurie Daly, who has had the job previously. Um, he was coaching during the Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Jonathan Thurston, yeah. Cooper Cronk era. Greg Inglis, who I have to keep going. Um, and he, he had to deal with all that. And um, there, was a, there was a feeling that Laurie had some unfinished business uh, and would have liked another crack at it, which is actually definitely he would have liked it. But they've gone with someone with recent club coaching experience. Uh, Maguire obviously has won a competition with the Rabbitohs. Didn't end that well for him there. And he had, had an unhappy time. Um, also at the Tigers, uh, where nothing really went right for him. So, in, you know, in some ways, it's a gamble um, because, you know, Madge hasn't had a great run recently, uh, particularly at the Tigers. But uh, the general consensus through the game is that uh, he's a quality coach. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how he matches up his skills as a club coach into an, an arena like Origin, which is... I think has a different style of coaching. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. In an ideal world, Danny, and you mentioned a bit of a gamble, I mean, in an ideal world, despite the result of the last couple of series, would New South Wales still want Brad Fittler in charge of the side? They offered him the job. Yeah. Um, they, they, they wanted him in the end. Uh, and they, you know, it's, it was quite a weird one because he, he went through the process of securing people uh, like Phil Gould, who would have done 
uh, whatever he wanted for nothing, um, and he would have worked for him for nothing. So and he's one of the highest quality minds in rugby league. And Ivan Cleary is also willing to come on board um, and help on game day, which was where you know, where there was some criticism of Fitlay in, in, in terms of his use of interchange. And Fitler acknowledged that for the last game in this year's series where he put Cleary in the box with him. Uh, and the result was that New South Wales got their interchange moving better. And Ivan was willing to do that again for nothing because of his mateship with Freddie. So uh, I think it surprised New South Wales Rugby League uh, that Fitler knocked them back. But when they reduced his role from a full-time uh, role where he operated year-round and go around New South Wales and uh, encourage pathway football and country football and junior football, something he was passionate about, when they took that away from him, um, they took they basically made the job something that Freddie didn't want to do completely. So, uh, yeah, I think they were caught a bit by surprise. Uh, and now they've gone with Michael Maguire, which in some ways is a surprise because um, he hasn't got that Blues coaching uh, aura that uh, some of the former Blues people have had. Um, but, you know, maybe they're going to get a hard-working quality individual and maybe they feel that that's necessary now at this time. Could you see a situation, you mentioned that Ivan Cleary put his hand up for a day day role. Do you think, given the relationship between Michael and Ricky Stewart, that maybe Ricky Stewart might offer a similar sort of thing up, given that they're very close, obviously, with their dealings at Canberra? Yeah, I'm sure about that. Um, okay, there's talk that John Cartwright might be part of the setup as well. Uh, again, speculation. Uh, he's an assistant already, so he... But I don't think Madge necessarily would need that level of um, help for want of a better word, given that he's already well-versed in club coaching. Like, for Freddie, it was different. He wasn't day-to-day club coaching. Madge has been there, done that uh, for many years. So he might have... He probably would need help in other areas, um, which, you know, where he may feel he he's deficient. So he may look in other areas to get help. Well, first and foremost, uh, Michael's got the job of trying to get the Kiwis over the line in the Pacific Cup, which starts this weekend. You've been with the Kangaroos, a massive test match this weekend against Samoa, a replay of the World Cup final. How's everything looking mm. in Kangaroos camp? Yeah, I've, I've, they've just um, had four or five days at Airlie Beach where they've actually trained really hard. Um, uh, people sort of question what they do, but I've, I've been sort of up close and personal with the team and They've done some very heavy sessions in hot weather uh, and you know, they've gone hard and then backing it up with gym sessions and everything else. And yeah, they look pretty good. It's a new look back line, um, you know, uh, but they've got the oldest halfback in Australian rugby league history, Daly Cherry Evans and an experienced Cam Munster. So, um, you know, they, and an experienced fullback in James Tedesco. So it should be um, a, a great match. And I think that where Australia may have an edge is in that halves combination. Um, and because I mean, Samoa putting Stephen Crichton there, mm. who has never played 5'8". Uh, he's an absolute champion player, so I'm sure he'll handle it. But it's, uh, it's where I think where Australia may have an edge. All right, Danny, look, thank you for taking time out of your day to chat to us. I know it's been a busy news day for you. I appreciate it and uh, travel safe, my friend. No problem. Thank you.